All right. Good to be back. Uh, today was a great day. Uh, a lot of exciting things. Um, I learned a little bit more about uh, marketing and how to how to do that. But the, the 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 biggest thing, I was at my desk today, and I was thinking of uh, the book and the labor of love and how easy it is to actually uh, communicate a lot easier than it's been in the past. So I had this wild idea. How can I really get my book out there to uh, help people and uh, teach them special, special things? And what I came up with was uh, I'm going to share my book and try and see if I can get it out to 500 people over the next 24 hours. I was thinking, what if I could just share this book and have over 500 people or 500 people download it within a day? Now, a lot of times um, I wouldn't have thought something like that was possible. But you know what? What gave me the idea that maybe something like this is possible? Why do you think you can actually um, distribute your book to over five hundred people in a twenty-four hour period? Well, excuse me a second, my nose is in. Let's think about it. Let's think about um, where we've come in the world today. When you think about I think about the Wright brothers. I was just thinking about them. And um, think about, what is it, 100 and, we've been flying for 120 years or something, but think about it. Not having done that ever. Everyone thinking it's impossible. Not knowing that we could, you know, how are you going to float on air? That's like ridiculous. How can you even think of something like that? That's not even feasible, but yet these guys had that idea. And and as Paul Martinelli says, they may not have been the first one to have the idea, but they were the first ones to not give up on the idea and follow it through. It's just like with Thomas Edison, they talk about, you know, he, he uh, failed uh, creating a light 9,999 times on a 10,000th time, he was able to actually uh, create the light. But it was just, think of where ideas come from. God gives us the ideas. They don't just pop up out of thin air. So if he gives us the ideas, we've got to have the, we've got to come to the realization that if he's going to give us those ideas, and certainly he's given us the ability to, to achieve them. The challenge and the problem that we have is a lot of times we just don't, um, we just don't uh, finish. We quit too soon. We stop too early. It gets a little tough, and then we want to just tie our, tie our tails and run off. But if we stick in there, 
and we understand the process that learning is done through mistakes and that's the only way we learn and it's not uh, just it, well, mistakes failures through failures and the only problem with failures is the only wrong failures is non-evaluated failure when you fail at something you know learn what you learn what you did wrong and then the next time you can come through and uh figure out uh, what to do next time until you get better and better don't believe that anyone who's been on stage you know just ended up there one day uh when you see these performers they end up there one day because they never failed but if we were to see any of them in the beginning i'm sure they failed a lot russell brunson talks about the guy who broke the four minute mile no one thought it could be done until he did it and then once he did it it raised the awareness and the belief level of, of a lot of other people and then you know there's been hundreds of people now that have broken the four minute mile but prior to um the guy's name who broke the four minute mile no one believed it could be done so um you know i i think of um a few years ago when when our team was pushing to hit our goal and we were at like 66,000 or something and uh, we only had like a week left and the goal was like um you know 68 or something like that and um i still remember my old boss laughing uh being laughed at by the president thinking do you think you're really gonna hit that but see our belief was so strong and we pushed so hard that in the last couple of days everything that we had pushed for came through and we exceeded our goal i think at the time um a, a personal example um before i left the company i was with me and uh, my boss uh, we were on a training team and i remember we were saying to ourselves okay what is tra what is training to a uh well say insurance company what is training to an insurance company normally it's a draw on an insurance company so what do you do um so we had this idea, this canny idea. It's like, hey, why don't we become a profit center and not just a a uh, drawer on the company? Let's let's take this program and let's go out there to small businesses and let's generate income within businesses themselves and see if we can actually become not a drawer on the company but an actual profit center. And we did. The two of us, we, 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 within our department, we took that program. We went around uh, the country. Well, uh, we'll say around uh, the Southeast. And um, we began teaching and training um, all these different agents. And we had some where, you know, I would build the programs. Others wanted to build it themselves. I was always that, uh, that information piece. And, you know, uh, uh, my buddy's goal was only uh, $1.2 million to, to generate in that fourth quarter. But don't you know it between the two of us? We, what do they say? Give a fool something to do, and then they, they don't know any better. They'll, they'll uh, knock it out the park. And we did. We actually generated $1.5 million. Can you imagine that? We're on a training team, and we generated over $1.5 million. Um, 
Well, just because we decided to do that, uh, that wasn't necessarily, uh, you know, our, our purpose to generate income. Our purpose is to help everyone else generate income. But we went out there, we worked with the different agents, and um, the results spoke for themselves. We believed it, we worked it, and it happened. And so, um, you know, uh, I talk about uh, direct sales and the uh, the uh, quick funnel or one funnel program that Russell Brunson talks about. And when you look at that um, and where they came from, they, they talked about, you know, can you generate, use an electronic system, can you generate over a million dollars in a year, 12 months? And uh, there was a guy that had done it, and that's where Russell Brunson got the idea to do it. And he's done it, and he's done, you know, over a million dollars a day, million dollars a year, million dollars a month. But then the idea is, okay, well, if he can do it, can others actually do it? And, you know, they, they've proven it over and over again. And I think over a half million people generate over a million dollars last year. Uh, totally blowing this direct sales program out, out the water. So, um, so that brings me back to where I am now. So what gives me the idea to think that I can distribute my book to over 500 people in a 24-hour period? Well, Russell Brunson can, you know, generate a million dollars in a year. If this one other guy can take an electronic program and generate over a million dollars in a day, all I'm trying to do is give away 500 copies of electronic book that that's a that uh we say my uh, the love of uh my love love uh work work of love is what i meant to say work of love because you know in a lot of those concepts uh and you know i can talk about the five pieces of the life puzzle uh when i saw that talk by jim Rohn, it just fascinated me uh his thought about that and you'll find that in the book the five pieces of the life puzzle uh, it's, um, as a matter of fact, sometimes I forget <laughs> the five pieces of the life puzzle. Um, it's, uh, philosophy. We're affected by what we know. It's attitude. We're affected by how we feel and it's activity. It's what makes things happen. And then, uh, results is the name of the game. Uh, you've got to measure things to know where you are and where you're going. You measure for two reasons. One, to see if things are working, and two, to see if something needs to be fixed. So that's uh, that one. And then the last one, he says, uh, re- um, uh, fashion for yourself a um, a life. Ah, hold on. Hold on. One half a second. I've got to pull that out. Now that I've mentioned it, I've got to pull them out. Make sure I got them all. Give me three seconds. Yes. All right. <laughs> Don't want to miss them. Yeah. Philosophy, we're affected by what we know. Attitude, we're affected by how we feel. Activity, it's the disciplines that make it all happen. And results, it's the name of the game. Lifestyle was the fifth one. I'm sorry. And Jim Brown, when he talked about it, he said, lifestyle, take your results and fashion for yourself a good life. And that's defined, uh, that's defined several different ways, depending on who you are. A good life for me may not be a good life for you or someone else. So 
Um, it's, it's theories like that uh, that have always driven me. And one of the things he talked about is um, talking about bringing value to the market and you don't always get paid for the value up front. And that's why uh, I believe and how he, he believes also is that uh, you get paid for the value. You don't get paid for um, for the time. So a lot of times we may do things. And, and, and one of the things you have to realize, and it's, it's biblical too, is that you're not working for whoever your boss is. You're working for yourself. So that's why you work harder on yourself than you do uh, on your job. You work harder for – because – that's the person that that that's that's your um your was it your income or your source is yourself so you work harder on yourself than you do anyone else for what it will make of you and what you become because as you develop that's where um because that uh, that lends itself into the next thing which is what john maxwell talks about the law of the lid your company, uh, yourself, and your business will never grow more than you grow yourself. As you grow personally, your life gets better. And it all starts uh, with belief, and it all starts with awareness. And we could go through the whole thing. Paul Martinelli, if you ever listen to him, he could tell you all about um, all about uh, awareness. But as we get as we get to a higher level of awareness. Um, then, th then different things look different to us. Uh, I always talk about the, the the lady with the frying pan and cutting her, cutting her ham. I'm sure everyone's probably heard the story, but the lady with the frying pan cut the ham, hand off the ham. And then her father asked, "Why do you do that?" She said, "Oh, my mom did it." And then I asked the mom, "Oh, my grandma did it." And I asked the grandma. She said, "It's simple. The uh, plan, the uh, pan is only so big, so I had to cut it off." But they were cutting it off just because they were following tradition. So I think a lot of times we have to challenge, challenge our own beliefs, challenge our own limitations. Because a lot of times our limitations, when we really start looking at them and challenging them, they're really not limitations at all. We, we, we me, take uh, and we tend to make excuses versus actually figuring out things. As a matter of fact, Dave Gamble was talking about today, um, talk, people talk about lack of resources. It's not lack of resources. It's meaning that we have to be more resourceful in what we're doing. Well, they say necessi necessity is the uh, mother of invention or the mother of skill. Um, when, you, when you're down and out and, and, and you get to a point where you have to do something, You'll figure out a way to do it. Uh, John Maxwell's book, The Winning Attitude, talked about the frog that fell into the hole and how the other animals came around and tried to help him out. And he said, well, you're going to be down there for a while. We're going to go ahead and get some food and bring it down to you um, since you're going to be there. And then about a few minutes later, the frog was hopping behind him. And he said, where would you come from? He said, well, I couldn't get out until you see there was this big truck coming in my direction. <laughs> so he was motivated to make that move. So he made that move, and he, and he got out. So I say, um, it's all about belief. It's all about um, 
and you can't do anything by yourself. Um, I always used to tell my kids when you when you're initially a baby, you're very dependent. Then you become a teenager, and you think you're independent and you know everything. And then when you start reaching adulthood, you realize you become interdependent in that we need to depend on each other. And you think about that, if, if that wasn't true, um, you know, I wouldn't be on a computer today. Someone had to create this, and then that, that technology moved forward to uh, be able to actually uh, generate something even larger than that. It's the same thing with the plane. We went from the plane to the helicopters and to the jets, and now they got supersonic and, and uh, even faster uh, vehicles now because we capitalize on top of the, the learning that others have learned. But anyway, so I, so I got this exciting goal. It's like, hey, can I, can I get 500 people to actually download this book and share it with others and see how it actually affects their life? Maybe just one of those, one of those thoughts that I, I've gathered over the years will be a life changer for someone. Or maybe uh, it will even help, like like it has done with me, be a life changer for your children. Help your children to actually um, uh, move ahead in in their direction. You know, when I was telling my story in the past, I always I talk about the experience I had, and I had related to my son. That's why you know things are divine. God God allowed me to to relay a story to my oldest son at the exact same time when he really needed it. Um, the situation I had, I, I had talked about um, being on a ship, and one time um, one of the officers um, really said some derogatory stuff. Um, he was on the, the staff. The, uh, you have staff and you have uh, ship's company. I was by ship's company. But this guy was on the staff. Anyways, well, he, he said some very derogatory things. Thought went through my mind. As I smiled at him, I said, yes, I'm still bringing this messed up report. But as I smiled at him, I thought to myself, you know, I could, you know, just get something off my chest and tell this guy where to go and give him directions. But what would that do? Well, one, it would bring me down to his level and I'm not there. Or two, um, more likely what would happen is I would upset this officer and then it would be the end to my 30-year career that i finally had and then he would have went on and continued his career in the military so there are times and that's why i say we we have to live in the spiritual there are times when we have to suppress that flesh down and realize that we're not physical beings only we are spiritual beings in a physical body gifted with an intellect. That's critical. Uh, spiritual beings, because what happens is people say, why do you smile all the time? Because I, I try to stay in the spiritual, knowing that God's in control and that when when you do that and you get in those situations, you can get that kind of out-of-body experience where you're outside yourself and you're not letting the emotion of the, of the uh, circumstance affect how you react. Because you know better, because you've been trained, and that's why we stay and we learn and continue to grow. 
because it, it grows our attitude. So coming forward, um, I relayed that story to my son. I had told him, I said, you know, sometimes, son, uh, you're going to be in situations where, because he's very strong-headed, um, I said, and he's very good at what he does, and sometimes you're going to be in those situations where um, someone's going to say something to you, and you're going to want to, you know, just tell them off, <laughs> just uh, put it straight, tell them off. But I, I want you to stop and think, is that the best thing to do? Because sometimes um, something like that happens, and it's not to our advantage, and it's not really biblical anyways, to actually, you know, get that off your chest and, and lower yourself to that level. A week later, my son is in a situation, and he related to me. He said, yeah, Dad, you know, that happened to me. I was on the phone doing my thing, and the guy from another part of the company came by and um, said some pretty tough things and, and uh, made my son really upset. But he said, Dad, I listened to you. And I um, <laughs> I did not uh, respond in such a, uh, such a negative way. And sure enough, um, his boss got wind of what this guy had done and came and apologized to my son. And at the same time, um, uh, said that that will never happen again. But what if he reacted wrong? Then his boss probably would have had another perspective of him. And um, he probably wouldn't be doing as well as he's doing now. Uh, he's at the top of uh, he's at the top of his game. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'll put in a plug for him. Um, he works for one of the independent agencies, and uh, I, I may just uh, drop the name down here. Fairest guy you could ever get insurance from, whether it's some homeowners insurance or you've got a life insurance problem. Um, I can tell you, if he can't get you the best deal. Uh, no one can, and he is very, very ethical and very honest. If there's anything I taught my kids is to be ethical and honest, and he is, and he'll work, he'll work his butt off to make sure that you uh, get the best deal that you can get based on your circumstance uh, with your home. Uh, as a matter of fact, he's got it down to such a science that uh, he can shop like nine companies and 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 pull up all of those. Um, all those spreadsheets across the top, and then um, get you the best deal that you can get. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of it. You can tell I'm a proud dad. But, yeah, I, I say that to say, yeah, um, sometimes it's not, not always in the best interest. But so getting back to the point, so you've got to believe in yourself, and you've got to believe in others. And you've got to realize that we're in a different world and that things can happen, even if you don't believe them. You know, I got I got the idea to do that. I know I can't do that alone, but I know I know a lot of people who know a lot of people. And it'd be great, a great feeling to be able to, to know that my ideas uh, that I've gathered all over the years that go through my mind all the time actually get shared with, uh, with a lot of people. Because a lot of times I don't get to share because... Um, you learn uh, to listen. Um, if if anyone knows me, I, I I listen well because I ask I ask questions. I don't just listen to wait till someone finishes so I can say my part. 
I actually listen and actually um I really, really care and I really feel um, feel for the people that I work with, uh, that I associate with, because uh, I want the best for them. And if there's any way I can help them, uh, I'm there to do that. Um, yeah, so help me out if you can over the next uh, day or so. Uh, just spread it out. It's not costing anyone anything. Um, yeah, and I'll, I'll probably send out a, uh, a thank you note to everybody. Uh, it'll be 500 people, 500 thank you notes. Um, but but it's worth it. It's worth it. If I can make a difference uh, after all these years, that'd be great. Because um, I enjoy working with everyone that I've worked with uh, through these years. Um, I see I, my son's uh, uh, online there. Um, I will put a shout out to um, uh, one of my faithful listeners, uh, Michael Tickles there. Uh, I remember meeting you with my son down there. Uh, so it's always good to see see you tune in. I guess I have a little something to say since I, since I always see you on there. Um, and um, Maribel, I see that, that you're there and I know that um, she was part of one of my classes. By the way, I'm starting some classes next week, so if you want to be a part, uh, they'll pop up as as you finish, um, uh, just before you download the book. Um, you know, it's just um, me still trying to give give to others, but at the same time, uh, be able to to support giving at the same time. It's been a great day, it really has, and I, I'm as you can tell, I'm really excited because you know you come up with a big idea. Um, that you know that it has to be uh, uh, God, God breathe because I can't do it by myself. I know that I don't talk to that many people in a day, but I know that by putting it out here in social media, I just want to see the power of social media out there, just to see the difference and and what it makes, and w- which which boils down to what I'm teaching next week is communications. Um, I mean, connecting with others. Hopefully I've connected with you all. Um, and uh, hopefully by someone was able to download the book, uh, Terrell, I, I know you, you had a little challenge there. Hopefully you be able to do that. All right. It's been great tonight. Uh, I love it as usual. And uh, I will talk to you. Oh, I don't want to forget this time. I do have a podcast, Anchor.fm. It's on Anchor.fm. The title of it is Success is Not a Destination. Ah, Success is a Journey, Not a Destination. And I'm enjoying the journey, and I hope that you enjoy it too. If I can be of help to you, let me know. Y'all have a good evening, and I'll talk to you next time.